With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Speaking of painful, Patrick Roycey, what about that Vikings opener? I give them credit. They had to work hard to lose that one. (laughs) They they had to do some... uh, uh, Actually, they probably would have been an embarrassing defeat if Zach Taylor hadn't made one of the stupidest decisions in ever, ever. Now, when P.J. Fleck is going for it at his own 30... He's behind. He's trying to capture some momentum, right? Right. right. He's not two touchdowns ahead against an inept offense, and he's going to give them a life at the 32-yard line and let them immediately throw a touchdown pass. That was idiotic beyond belief. I know that that the new world says that that there's lots of times where you previously didn't go for it that you do now. That's not one of them. Not when you're two touchdowns ahead and everything's going your way, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to punt the ball. I mean, what did the Vikings do offensively that directly led you to believe it was going to be a problem if they got possession at their own 15 or something, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Let, let your guy kick one as far as he wants to. Yeah, it's uh, – I like Burrow a little bit. I think he's okay. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, – you First know, that, that, I, I'll give the Zach Taylor credit on the fourth and one. He didn't kick it back to the Vikings and tried to he tried to win the game. Yep. So that was – Nice play call that too. Was good. That that one I liked they gave because him of the play op- call. They gave him two options. They told him he could either run it or throw it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And the Vikings were in no way, shape, or form expecting no. the pass, which is funny because Zim said post game they've run that play before and we practiced that play. Yeah, but in other words, the defense. But you know, practice against it doesn't mean that you still don't think it's eighty five percent that they're gonna run, right? Sure. Yeah. But yeah, they looked like they they hadn't seen that play before. No, and uh, I would be a little concerned about Breland. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Cameron Dantzler doesn't even get the dress. How about that? And uh, I would, uh, you know, they. I don't know if they went after Patrick Peterson enough to let us know if uh, he can play or not. Uh, if he's if he still's got his two ca- legs like he two had. catches against for twenty four yards, so not much. No, they didn't. I think <laughs> Breland, and then when he was out, Chris Boyd. I think that's that suffice for Joe Burrow's need to pass the ball, don't you? Yeah, when Chris Boyd, uh, how do you get in, tr- in so much trouble that Chris Boyd, who's been sitting around doing nothing for two years, is suddenly uh, your number know. one cornerback there? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Dantzler's sixth now. He he's behind Chris Boyd and Harrison Hand. Mm-hmm. He's well, at the end of the depth chart. How do we think Mackenzie Alexander did in the slot? Just fine. Are we? Happy? Uh, did you are see the happy? ball? Are we happy to have him back or not? Did you see the ball? He tipped. Uh, he he had what was a sure uh, pick, and he tipped the ball to the Bengals receiver. That was not oh, good. That was yeah. He didn't know to. He has been known to fail to uh, capture interceptions when he had the opportunity. Didn't he in college have like one or something yeah. when they drafted him? Because everybody right. said, how come, he's, how come he's this killer cornerback and he doesn't have any interceptions? I, I think that uh, that's that's what I recall. But you put it perfectly. They had to work hard to lose that game. Yes, they did. And that first half was brutal. 
But I managed to listen to the uh, to the flagship station. I was in the car. I was walking out of the garage after the game was over, and the weeping blondes were standing there staring at me. So I took a picture of the weeping blondes and just sent it out without without comment. Last I looked, it had six hundred and. 90-some likes. Well, explain it. that because it's, the, it's, it's, it's one of the greatest Ryan photos. Ryan Peterson's the photo experiment. from the 1999 game when uh, uh, the Vikings lose the game. And Brian Peterson has the, instead of taking shots at the field, the great photographer, one of the great photographers at the Star Tribune, turns around and he sees these three, the blondes in, in Viking jerseys. And up there looking like somebody just called the report that their entire families had been killed with machetes or something. Yep. So, uh, and he took that photo, and it's to me it's my favorite photo ever, a, a sports photo ever. I got a signed copy of it, and I have it hanging in the garage and on the wall in the garage there, so I see it every day. And so I snapped that anyway, and that's so that you don't have to comment. You just send that out. Yep. Now, 10 years later, I did a uh, anniversary column on the Weeping Blondes and discovered that the the gal who, as you look at the picture, was on the right standing and kind of comforting her friend was actually not sitting with them. She was sitting elsewhere in the stadium. She came down to comfort them, and she was blocking out another Weeping Blonde. Oh, really? Got blocked out of the picture. If you look no real kidding. close, you can see. So we got the the gals to come back to the dome and sit in those seats. But we got we but the gal who was standing didn't live in town anymore. But the other gal did. So we got she got her rightful place. So you in the <laughs> in the ten year later picture, the other the third woman. Oh. The third woman got yeah. her rightful place as one of the weeping blondes because she'd been there with the other two. Okay, so one she blocked gals, out. Okay. One of those gals is like the lead singer for the Starlight. Uh, yeah, you local, told me this, yeah. A local, uh, popular local club yes. musical group. Never so, as a photo, though, oh. captured the essence of a game. No, it was. And a loss better yeah, than that It photo. had nothing to do with the action, but it, it did. I mean, it was. It was uh, it was world class in every way. It could yes, it, it could be <laughs> realistically the Vikings logo now. Yes, like that's the story of the Vikings. <laughs> well, those three. This was proved yesterday with just a regular season loss in overtime to the Bengals. I just set it out, and the town went crazy for it. You know the people, the Viking fans, and and there was like twenty five comments, and most of them were, you know, bleep you. Most of them were saying. Yes, you know that's it. That's they were saying exactly what you said. Yes. Anyhow, uh, it. So I got to listen to the post game show, and we got absolutely robbed on the Delvin Cook fumble. Is that what the post game show? That was you? the post game show. Yeah, yes. I'm not surprised. Yes, I'm not surprised that, that we was, were trying I, to find the. But whatever happened to the NFL yep. telling their officials? That they had to make a decision in two minutes. Oh, I this bet. guy! I know this guy. I thought they were going to have to get hostage uh, rescuers to come in and take him out from take him out from the pad. They had to be ten minutes. And New York is actually helping. Helping, helping yeah, now plays a big role. Yeah, well, you can't do it ten. You can't wait ten minutes. I agree. Yeah, if, I've always said about baseball. If, if you're not done in two and a half minutes, you got to go with the call on the field, right? Yeah, but here's what I don't understand. So it looks very much on replay like Dalvin Cook's butt hits the ground and then the ball pops out. So how do you let the call on the field stand? Because you're not quite sure? Not quite Cause sure. Because the call on the field is a complete guess. Yes. Because there's too many bodies around there. They yes. they can't see it. The ball comes. The guy from the Bengals came out with the ball and celebrated, and, then, and, and, then and the referee the side, gave you the sign. The side judge got excited. Yes, and, and said, that's exactly what it is. But it looks that way, but uh, I think it's probably the old, well, we don't have, you know. Yeah, conclusive. We can't evidence. say for sure. We can't, because it was such a tangled mess. Right. It was it was hard to uh, say, but uh 
You cannot play like that and claim Correct. that you deserve to win. That's right. for sure. The postgame show should have focused on everything they did wrong. The first half, I've never seen, was it 12 penalties and 10 accepted? Yes. Or 14? I mean, it was ridiculous. Well, it's, here's, I, I expressed this theory today, earlier. I I am not saying that Zim didn't have them ready to play this game or that they weren't listening to him. But I'm wondering if they listened to him during training game. I'm wondering if the – I'm worried about that they, they're shrugging him off in the preparation for a season. You know, that they just, you cannot be that sloppy. Yep. You cannot be just out there committing penalties left and right. Was it five false starts? Uh, yeah, it was off the charts. I mean, yeah. the five, when you have that yeah. many false starts, you had a training camp that was no, where there was no attention to detail. You had a bad training camp when mm-hmm. you come out in your opener and are getting one false start after the other. In the madness of Cincinnati. That's yeah. what I loved. There's yeah. too much noise in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's I, a legitimate question. I just wonder if, you know, these these are these are guys who are coming out of colleges where they got the you rah rah, you're great coach, and I I don't know. I'm wondering if, as I said, I don't think. I don't think it's we have the bad game plan that, and that we're committing. Right. But when you're committing that many penalties in game one, you had a terrible training camp in my area. I mean, you didn't you didn't get ready for the season. Well, and the concerning thing to your point is I saw them in training camp work on all of these things. So they worked on them. They well, just but, but I mean that, that's what that's what I'm that's where I think you've got a point. It's more the question of do they care? Like, yeah. do, do they pay attention? Do they still? And yeah, I mean, they want to win the game. They're going to be happy when the guy yeah. makes a 53-yard field goal. They want to win the game, but are right. they prepared to win the game? No, they weren't. Are they prepared fundamentally, Yep. basically, yep. as a team to win the game? And you know as well as I do that guys like Zim have a certain amount of time that players listen to him. Yes. And then they say, I'm done. Yeah, and they don't, and it's not blatant. It's just. They tune you out. Okay. It's just. You know, yeah. okay, yeah, fine. Well, I'll think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, but uh, you know, now they we'll find out what kind of a team they are Sunday because if they show up, they'll probably get beat, but they'll play them tough. But if they show up like they did yesterday, they're going to beat forty-two to ten. Who's going to stop Chandler Jones? Is my question. Yeah. The guy had five sacks against five a sacks good against left tackle. Lewin, who's yeah, who apologized pain. on Twitter. Yeah, he Lewin. got on Twitter and said, "I got schooled," <laughs> and th- and thanked Jones on Twitter. He tagged him and said, "I appreciate you, but being so good." And uh, yeah, and Rashad Hill going to stop him? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and if if they decide to, you know, yeah, that's unbelievable. Well, first of all. You got to get your fullback over there, probably, right? By yeah, the way, if he doesn't jump, CJ, what he had two penalties, right? Yes, yeah, uh-huh. he fall started before the first snap of the season. How's the that first... happen? Where's he going? I don't know. Where's he going? What's the hurry? It's like an offset eye, right? Yeah, I don't know what he did. I have no idea what they were doing. That first drive was brutal. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure Zim's going to be very patient about it too, Pat. Well. I, uh, somebody, somebody brought this up. So Rick Dennison's their offensive line coach, right? He was. Except he's not there. Except he's no longer there. So is this, so he's consulting from afar. Who ends up gets, who's, who's got the job? Um, I think his name is, hold, hold on a second. Because he, in training camp, I will say this, an impressive vocabulary. Oh, does he? Loud, loud f bombs. Trying to uh, so yesterday he's an old school guy. So yesterday there would have been a lot of f bombs. Oh, okay. when Phil, they're watching Phil Rauscher, Phil, when they're, when they're watching tape this week. Oh yeah, Phil might not be happy with the the effort. Right? Yeah, we're talking old school f bombs. Oh, okay. Well, resounding again, that them. might not work. And no. maybe he's not as smart as Dennison. Exactly. I don't know. 
And Clint Kubiak, who knows? Right. Well, who and, knows? and the Denison thing that's important is not that he was necessarily great, but he was another one of Zim's older friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Zim, I don't well, think Zim loves the kids, right? Isn't the, uh, isn't Kubiak. aren't the blocking schemes we're trying to implement here what they implemented in Denver with yes. Rick Dennison and stuff Yes, like but that. what I'm saying is I think Zim likes his old school pals oh, sure. to come by and have a cocktail in the office. Mm-hmm. And and Kubiak retired. Gary did. Den- Dennis said he wouldn't get the vaccine, so he's like consulting on Zoom, which isn't going to be a big help. You know who put on the pandemic 20 beyond you and me? Zim? Zim! You know, What's bless. with the belly? Didn't you read it? What? Mark Craig's piece, Star Tribune. No. Zim, I started working out, I tweaked something and said, enough of that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Is that right? He well, said, I started working out. I tweaked something and said, believe it. The only difference between Zim and I is I didn't start working <laughs> out. Outside of that, it's the same. Well, he's got to change the wardrobe. Yeah. He's got to change the wardrobe. You don't want that tight-fitting He's got to have looser, baggier yes, yes, shirts. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm with you totally. Yeah, yes. He should go for the Belichick sleeveless. Oh, I love the belly. Yeah. The, the belly T-shirt, the windbreaker, sleeveless windbreaker. That's. That'll, Hangs over so it that'll, can't, that'll, so you can't see the gut. Yeah, because Belichick's put on a few too. But, oh hell yeah! But uh, yeah, that's. Uh, but Zim, God, he had he had a few he had a few wines last night when he wasn't happy. I'll tell you. Oh, I bet the plane ride home was fun. Man, that's just you know. There's seventeen of them in the division. Stinks. We're first place. Yep. Minus three. Plus, we're the only team unbeaten in the conference in the North. Right? Did you see the combined scores yesterday of the North against their opponents? What was it? Opponents, Bengals, 49ers, Saints, and Rams, 140. Division, 74. Yeah, and the worst team is, you know, I I love the wise old owl, Mark Craig. The wise old owl. But why does he think the Packers are going to be good? He had them like they're going to do much more than just win the division. I'm curious to see what I they do. I don't see them being that good. Well, and, I mean, they, they, and now Bakhtiari's like, out there. They're, they've got, I think they've got two kids they put, on the offensive they line. They put Bakhtiari on that six-week yeah, the IR. list or IR or whatever yep. it is. And to, I, I think they thought they could get him fully healthy and they could still beat the New Orleans. Unlike me, they had no appreciation for Jameis yep, Winston. This is true. I, uh, Declan, oh, Declan's De- gone. Declan walked away. Declan walked but, away. I had to flush you out I to tweeted, give me credit. There's Ron Wolf. <laughs> yes. Jim Finks. Jim Finks. And me. And you, and possibly Hank Strand. I said that on the air, didn't I? I said yes. that on the podcast. Yeah, you said, yes, I you said Jameis. So, more than I once. Said, I said they're better with Jameis than they're going to than they were with Breeze the last. Couple I think of you years. also were, said when Jameis was towards the end of Tampa Bay, someone should give him a chance. Yes, I love him. I, it's the most. I'm I think shocked. I thirty interceptions is a little high. Do you realize, by the way, he had fifty one hundred yards that year. Yes, and thirty two touchdowns. Yes, thirty two thrusts. The statistical line's incredible. Yes, and uh, you know what he was? He was an old time quarterback. He was like Fran, yep. you know. Yeah, Bradshaw. Fred, yeah, Fran threw thirty-two one year. For God's sake, seventy-eight. Considered, yeah, last year, but considered the greatest quarterback. One of the when he retired, considered maybe the greatest quarterback ever. And yeah, but you 32. did. You did have to pat yourself on the back on Twitter by calling me out <laughs> yes, to make sure for I not praising me. You. I thought you'd already have done that, <laughs> so I had to elicit praise for my Jameis. Uh, Meanwhile, of course, all the Teddy fans very excited because he completed twenty eight passes for two hundred and sixty yards. It's a Teddy game. None of them could have left. None of them left the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, I told you when when they had the joint practices here, and I I saw him up close. Yeah, I mean his arm. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, but they. But he does it. You know, I saw Thursday night's game and beyond. I watched it all. And beyond young Hockley driving me nuts, the fact that it's become the dink and dunk thing it just drives me crazy. I, I, I want to see a ball go down a field once in a while. You didn't see it yesterday. With I mean, the Vikings. That's, that's why I like watching the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, because every once in a while, he's amazing, isn't he? You pulled them out again yesterday. They got, they were, 
I watched a little of that. They were getting their ass kicked by Cleveland. Cleveland was doing anything. Punter dropped the ball at the end, right? The Browns yeah. punter dropped yeah. the ball. It was very Gophers-like. How about Cleveland? 17 straight. Not defeats. I think there's a tie in there. They haven't won their opener in 17 seasons. Wow. That's incredible. That's damn near impossible. They're good, though. They're they're pretty good. Yeah. They got a lot of players. They, I mean, they got. How good's Baker? I think he's a little wild, but I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he's certainly the best of that bunch. I've, I've, how about how, how do you think the Jets feel today that Sam Darnold comes back up and kicks their ass? Yeah, it's you very know? Jets-like, though, Pat. It is. It is. Who's playing quarterback there? Zach Wilson, the kid from BYU. Oh, did he start? Uh, yes. Did he start? He's okay. a starting starting okay. quarterback, yes. Yes. But the Bears, damn it, are still going to start Andy Dalton no matter yes, what right. Justin Fields tries yeah, to do. Yes, who cares? Matt Nagy. Yeah. He's as defiant as uh, Brad was. Yes. And they still have full of folds too, right? Yes. Oh, why yeah. haven't they release? Why haven't they? Uh, maybe the maybe the. I think the money. Him. I think the money to release him would have been that because I think he's got a fairly decent cap. So they hit the cap. Yeah. So they they didn't want to. So have, even I if the Redskins it. want Nick Foles, they uh, they should go sign Cam Newton. Yeah, they should. Ron Revere's old guy yeah. sitting out there. Yeah. They. Uh, that was another team I heard. I was reading some people saying good things about how they have this great Washington. Defense. Yeah, I wondered. I don't know about that. I don't. I think they stink. I don't. NFC looks like Rams are good. Yep. Forty ers The divi- that division's good. Well, Arizona's good. Forty yeah. ers are good. The Rams are good. Yeah, and Seattle. Who knows? They might be good. You and, know. And the South has the Saints. Mm-hmm. And Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> But the the east and the north might absolutely suck. Yep, I think uh, I think nine and eight gets her done in this division. Nine and eight, of course, you get to play the other team six games, so maybe ten and ten and seven for sure wins it. Okay, nine and eight, they win the division, go to the playoffs, and get bounced. Does Zim survive that? No, I tend to agree with you. Zim has to win a playoff game. Yep, I'd agree. Although plus nine wins is although what as you can get. happen then is you're six and nine, six and eight, yep. and you win your last three, and you fight into the playoffs, and then you have a narrow defeat, and then, then he can maybe survive if they finish strong. But no, I think the standard that they have applied to him is to win the win a playoff game. Here's the trouble: if you don't make the playoffs with Cousins. This year you got to start all over, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're the twins, baby. You're in rebuilding mode, right? If you don't make the playoffs, which they almost never are. No, if you if you don't make the playoffs, well, it's you know it's harder to go into rebuilding mode in the NFL because you got your odds are much better of because you you don't have to win you know fifty eight percent of your games to right. accomplish anything. You you only have to win a little. You know, you only have to win. If, with the seven teams going to the playoffs, nine and eight will get her done, probably. Uh, at least there'll be at least one nine and eight team in there, right? Mm-hmm. In the seven teams. So. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that does enough to save your job unless you win a playoff game. No, I don't, especially. And nine if, wins is just not impressive. No, and they're not young. No. They're no, are you young. kidding? They're Look not. at the quarterbacks now. Yeah. Peterson's close to the end. Yeah. Breland's not a kid. Harrison, Harrison Smith's not Harrison a kid. just got the new contract, yeah. but he's 32. Yep. And, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook is, he's the, what, 26 now? Mm-hmm. Running back. Now, he hasn't, he's not used up because he hasn't been healthy enough. But, but he uh, will be soon enough. <laughs> Do you know who really can't play? Garrett Bradbury. It's just not going to work. That, yeah. He got is forklifted he, again yesterday. He's too small. Not, yeah. Not he just gets pushed enough. around. Those nose tackles now are so athletic and so oh, big. Oh, yeah. Um, the, he he got there, there was a there was one play Cousins got hit where Bradbury was I'm not kidding you just walked back into his quarterback Mick Tinglehoff just died the great Iron Man center of the Vikings the reason it took him so long to get into the Hall of Fame uh, despite the fact he was all pro not all pro but but Pro Bowl dozens I think a bunch of times was what you know he was undersized. And what Curly Culp and uh, 
a couple of other nose tackles did to him in Super Bowls in the old AFC guys. Oh, interesting. The uh, old AFC guy, Pittsburgh, yeah. uh, and the, the old AFC guys wouldn't vote for him because they because they saw him get you know interesting. But, but he was but the nose tackles he were going he was going against. I'd have to look at the whole list, but they might all be right. They might all be all of famers. But that's that's you know it used to really be. When there was a dip, you know, when the AFL, when the AF, there were still AFL guys covering the teams when they got in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this, like Jerry McGee from San Diego. He, he was, he was an AFL guy, right? And there was all, there was guys like this in every town. And they basically, they were on the voting committee forever and ever and ever. And they would, you know. If they made it, if they made up their mind, somebody from the NF, NFL NFC was overrated. They were never going to get the vote. So interesting. Yeah, that was. I don't know at Mick. I don't know how often he even made the finals in all those years. Didn't didn't Yerry pay the price for that as well? Because he didn't have great Super Bowls. Because I thought when, when the Vikings finally put together their their pitch, basically. Mm-hmm. That they went through and said, okay, he might he might not have had great Super Bowls, but his career yeah. was so impressive. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Jim Marsh, Jim Marshall is in if they win a Super Bowl right now, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. See, he got the Jim Tyree, the guy that killed his wife and himself, the Kansas City Chiefs guy. Mm-hmm. Jim, Jim, they were a high college teammates, you know, at, at Ohio State. And uh, Jim had a hard time running around him in the in the in that Super Bowl then because the guy outweighed him by a hundred pounds, you know. Right. Jim weighed two thirty or so or two forty, and he weighed three twenty and was a monstrous guy. And that had a, that had a lot to go do with Marshall not getting into. But uh, I don't know. Tingleoff finally got in. Boy, that took a long time to get him in. Uh, Mick had the Mick had the memory issues here. Uh, yep. Uh, for uh, the last several years, I got a couple, I got an email today from a from a guy telling me a great story about him that I might uh, about you know they sent him a helmet to sign and then they kind of forgot about it and years later Mick got years later they mailed the helmet to him finally because they wanted him to sign it for their son who ended up dying at age eight yeah. and Mick signed it and then he managed to track them down because they didn't have an address on their when they sent the helmet to him and so he UPS didn't have an address so he tracked them down to send them the helmet so wow so uh you know that that was quite a quite a thing those 60s Vikings. Krauss and all those guys, they all live out there. All of them, that Lakeville compound that mm-hmm. they had where they, uh, Hilgenberg and Lurch Krauss was out and there. Lurtz and uh, uh, Ahmad even lived out there for a while. When he lived in town, he lived out there. But there was, there was a Lakeville, Osborne was out there. It was the Lakeville compound. They all lived out there together, played golf, you know. And right. They were all... They didn't. They didn't leave town, you know. They they all lived out there together. And Mick was out in that group too. Son Pat was a good gopher. Remember? Yes. Re- wide receiver. Yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Good eighties, right? Good gopher in a bad. Yeah, a bad, the cat. A bad era of. Uh, yeah. Of, uh, not not many wins and losses, but uh, yeah, good player. So anyway, yeah, the Vikes. Uh, it, you know what? Usually on. Uh, no, I didn't run into a lot of people. Usually on a Monday after a Viking loss, you get that gloom in town. I didn't detect that today. Really? You yeah. should be on Twitter. Oh, today. Really? Yeah, Twitter's oh, very. Are they mad at the Vikes or mad at the refs or both? They're mad at both. And they're and then you've got your uh, fans that are mad at us for pointing out what the Vikings did, did wrong and trying to defend Cousins. And, you mm-hmm. know, there, there's always that group, too. Uh, Cousins was not the reason they lost. This is Patrick Racy for the Canopy Group, and this is a time of year we love in Minnesota. The leaves are changing colors, the kids are back in school, and the apples are ready to be picked. So what do apples and insurance have in common? When it comes to getting an insurance quote, many people want an apple-to-apples comparison. We can't do that at Canopy. Here's why. The Canopy Group, we believe our clients deserve only the best insurance coverage for the best price. That's why we only offer our clients 
Allianz combined single limit coverage. Many captive carriers, meaning they only have one option, offered split limit coverage. That means they can change what they pay you for a claim depending on how it fits. The type of coverage leaves you open to gaps and on the hook at claim time. This doesn't sound good to us and it isn't good for you. At the Canopy Group, we're often able to increase coverage from split limit to combined limit, single limit coverage and save clients money. If you want an apples to apples comparison, be prepared. The Canopy Group's apples are much bigger and better than the competition. To make sure you're getting the best insurance, call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. No, he was not. It was not the reason they won because they didn't well, win. Well, yeah, and as I said, the whole team deserves to be dumped on for this. Yeah, he didn't. You, you know, can't play a game like and that Cousins and then get free passes. A, he didn't really, if he wanted. No, he doesn't do. You've talked about this. You, Ron Wolf, Jim Finks. You observed a while ago to me. I think it was on this show that the great ones put the ball where the receiver is going to be, yes. not where that receiver is. Mm-hmm. Kirk doesn't do that nearly enough. And, no, he and doesn't, the get problem, it, doesn't get it out front. Nope, he doesn't. But he had a couple passes early in the game to Jefferson and Thielen, just like that yesterday, where the ball had to be where they were going, not not where they had mm-hmm. been. And it was just a tick behind him. And in this league, that's an incompletion most of the time. That was uh, uh, Phil Nelson, the Mankato kid, who I went and saw in high school and thought he was going to be fantastic as a gopher quarterback. And he was a starter here for, what, a year and a half? Mm-hmm. And had all the talent, but he couldn't. He could never get the ball out. And, and the college level, he was still throwing it. He was still throwing a ball like he was throwing to high school guys. You know, he wasn't getting the ball out front. And uh, oh. you can, if you don't do that, you you can't play. Favre was the master. Oh yeah, yeah. Because his passes were were so precise and so well thrown too. Rogers, I'd say for him. I think in a lot of ways, Rodgers invented the back shoulder, don't you think? He, he threw that ball behind the guy over there to the sideline where only, only, yeah, only that guy probably, could have had it probably. Yeah. He might not have been the first guy to throw it, but he he mastered the technique. And mm-hmm. uh, it's now, a, you know, it's now become a, you know, a, a something that a quarterback has to be able to do. Although... Uh, the uh, the people trying to give uh, Chris Godwin credit for the, a great back throw that was a push off if I've ever seen one Thursday night for the for the uh, winning points in the Tampa game. Yeah, which which as you point out in your column was really weird. The fact that they called they every called penalty 20, they could. They, they had called twenty four penalties and assessed nineteen, yeah. and then the twenty fifth comes and they say. Well, they like a, the league will like it if Tom's the hero again. So, so let's go. Do we have do we have a kicker? Um, too early to say. But he mm-hmm. made all of his extra points and yes. he made a fifty-three yard field goal yes. at the end of the fourth quarter, twice. which was made impre- it twice. Yeah. So, so there's a chance. My question is this: Zim still has time to ruin him, so will he? <laughs> you know, the first miss is first usually miss, what sends yes. you spiraling. Yes, that's true. Where Zim decides he can't trust you anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they did improve their kicking game. They did improve their uh, the the other thing he's improved is they were I saw a stat they were the worst in the league at where they allowed the other team to start oh, after the kickoffs. Yep. Okay. And uh, that guy just kicks it in the end zone, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, special teams a year ago were a disaster. Yes. Yes. And they uh, they did look better, but uh, oh, the poor twins have to play that game. Are they facing Luis Gill today? Gill, I believe they are. Yes, I said I said okay. Yeah. Oh boy, I bet our boys will be spunky today, getting on that plane and flying out there yesterday after that. How about so Major League Baseball Saturday night? We have the patriotic orgy of all time: the Mets and the Yankees. Right? Yep. I mean, it's the pregame. It's unbelievable. Yep. Made George Bush a hero of America again, and and it was it was. I watched some of it, and I watched a lot of the game. It was pretty good, but then they play like all night, right? Mm-hmm. Game lasts forever. Okay. Yes, last night we come back with it. ESPN. Four oh six to play nine innings. I saw we had a dust up too. Yes, a brief dust Lindor up. Yes. And- uh, Lindor, the Yankees, 
Lindor was accusing the Yankees of whistling from the dugout to when there was going to be a fastball or something. Yep. So he hit the home run. The yep. the not the winner, but the one of the year. He hit three last night. But the, he hit a home run and he whistled at the Yankee dugout, and then who was Stanton wanted to get him right. And so Stanton, Stanton homered then and said something to Lindor as he jogged yeah. past him on the base yeah. paths, and Lindor said something. Oh, to... when Lindor came back, he whistled at him. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah that's probably he what they thought. Did. He got whistled at. When he Do these guys know sign stealing is not illegal? It's illegal to have devices. Yes, yes. But, but if you do the good old-fashioned second base thing, that's yeah. that's fine. Well, anyway, meanwhile, my Blue Jays, they are getting... I didn't know you adopted them. I like the Blue Jays. Okay. I love that lineup. So they get 11 runs in the first game of a doubleheader on Saturday against the Mighty O's. Okay. They are getting, I thought they had one hit, but they are getting no hit. It's a seven-inning game. Yep. They are getting no hit into the seventh of the second game. They're going to lose one to nothing. Okay. They get 11 runs in the top of the seventh. This is Saturday? Saturday. They okay. score 11 runs. Wow. Top of the seventh. Yesterday, they come back with 22 that's bad for the ERA for the O's. I don't think we'll catch the O's for worst ERA now. The O's they got to be almost over six after this. The O's are a walking advertisement for relegation. <laughs> yes, they are. The O's are the yes. the reason why we need relegation in American pro sports. Yeah, that is. Uh, if you're going to be this horse bleep, they gave up four. They gave up eleven on Friday. No, eleven on Friday was no. They gave up eleven in the first game Saturday because they got rained out Friday. All right, they got eleven in the first game Saturday, and but it was like eleven to seven or something. And then they got eleven, and then they got twenty two. So they got forty four runs in two days. And a, a bunch of, like five or six grand slams. It's unbelievable. Yeah, 11, 11, 20, 11, 11, and 22. Uh, let's see here. Yep, yep, 11, 11, and 22. And, and they actually had the audacity, the Blue Jays did, to lose to the O's 6-3 to three on Friday. Friday they did. And, wow, as I said, they were going to get no hit on Saturday in the second game. <laughs> they one scored 11 runs. 1-0 and they get 11. They had 11 hits. They had uh, four home runs and 11 hits in the 11th and the uh, 7th inning. Oh, my God. That is that's some bad baseball. Meanwhile, our hopes and dreams of uh, the Twins' hopes and dreams of taking over fourth place pretty well evaporated when they lost two out of three to the fourth place Royals. You know, I'm proud to say I watched about three innings on Friday, and that was it. I didn't watch that many. Okay, I just saw the scores. Yeah, I decided after about three, and it, it was taken forever, of course. And I, I don't don't need this. I don't need the aggravation. Well, the uh, they sent out. I told you they sent out the ballots for uh, the BB, the local BW BBWA chapter for the Twins Awards Pitcher of the Year. I was going to vote for Caleb Thielbar, but he hasn't been as good the last week or so. And you know, some people were talking about Bailey Ober. He hasn't been here. I voted for Jose Barrios for the Pitcher of the Year. Yeah, why not? Because he was okay for four months and yep. he had twenty starts. Why not? I thought you. I thought you said that that you might actually just have well, a blank. I wanted vacant. Yeah, but they, yeah, I knew that one. But, and I think they. Uh, I gave him an alternate for my most improved twin, which was Lamont Wade Jr. <laughs> but I oh, said, wow. I said, here's a here's an alternate if that doesn't work. You know who the most improved twin is? Jorge Blanco. Blanco yes, he's also the. MVP and he's also their defensive player of the year. Yes, he's their. Oh, fielder. he's a great. No, he's had a fielder. Of he the was. Year. He great. wasn't very good through. Was it May? Yeah, he got off to a bad start and he was hurt supposedly. Yeah, he's been terrific. But he's been fantastic. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, my God, and the power it, again. He does it with a uh, absolute. Uh, he does it with a non-plussed attitude. I mean, mm-hmm. stoical attitude, doesn't he? Perky looking very dignified. Doesn't Perky he? has uh, Perky has downright Perky's, thin. Is Perky skinnier than when he pitched? Oh yeah, <laughs> I bet he's twenty pounds skinnier now. Yes. No, Perky looks great. Might still be pitching. The pandemic, <laughs> the pandemic has not did no, not take Perky's, its toll on Perky. Perky's gone I'm the jealous. opposite. I think he's. Uh, I think he's doing it for TV. Don't you? I'm jealous of Perky. Yes. I don't know why he's doing it. I'm just jealous because he's yes. thin. He's not bad. 
I I actually like him the yeah. most of former players, the Twins from the Twins. Like not Cod because Cod's great. Smalley's pretty good too. I like Smalley. I like Perky, and then Morneau. I just yeah, I poor Justin. He just nobody will tell him to stop talking. Justin, make your point. Be quiet. Yeah, and he but he also wants the team to win so much that he doesn't can't bring himself to tell you what's going wrong a lot of times. Yeah, Perky does a pretty good job, and and the thing I I like about Glenn, he'll explain pitching to you. Yeah, which is I don't always get, and so mm-hmm. he'll explain, and he'll be like, oh that makes sense. Yeah, it's uh, you know the morning's biggest problem is he. He makes a point, but he doesn't feel like he made the point. So then he goes on and on and on and on. Right. And, on. and then, then he's still talking when the next pitch is coming to the plate. Right. Pretty much. So anyway. But they have the advantage of knowing this. Nobody's listening. Nobody's watching. Nope. <laughs> nope. The, the ratings rate. are like z- zero mm-hmm. because of uh, they're in the ones, I think. What was the, the, the thing that I saw? I think it was in June or July. That they were down, yeah, down half. Half from 2019. But what are you going to do? I mean, they're yeah. not worth watching. They're not worth watching, and they're not on 40% of yeah, the outlets too. in the Twin but Cities. I, yeah. I get them still, and I don't. You know, yeah. at some point in time, you just say, first of all, the games are too long. It's, yeah. Second of all, what are we going to see from them now that's going yes. to lead you to believe, oh, okay, this is really going to translate. That was Bailey my over. Uh, that was my Bailey over tirade too last week. Is we're not gonna we we gotta be careful with him here because he might pitch 110 innings and he didn't pitch any last. So what if he says he's healthy? So what now? If you saw yesterday, you thought he was not as good. Maybe he's wearing out. Then don't pitch him. Mm-hmm. But if he's pitching good, pitch him. Mm-hmm. What the hell difference does it make? You know if you're if you're easing in if you're easing on everybody. Then what's that mean for next year? Who's gonna? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't if, know. If, if 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 you if you only let him pitch ninety innings this year, then what are you gonna say? He can only pitch one hundred and ten next year if he makes. I don't know. Thirty five starts. You gotta you gotta ramp these guys up and hope for the best. Right. Well, and you're also in the sport now. They're looking for any reason to do Tommy John, right? Like they're looking for any, so if you feel well, they're, they're trying to do, tweak, they're, they're trying new well, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, what what was the one that Kenta had? There, there they was some... put a little uh, brace on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> Inside. Yeah, I know. But what? Yeah, I I don't. Know I don't even know what that means. Okay, uh, how much of the Gopher game did you watch? We were there. Dex and I were hosting a suite. Oh, we hosted a suite with listeners and when that, several beers. When that game was over. With yeah. the gopher effort, was one of the things you thought you saw from the gophers courage? Uh, no, they had no passing yards in the second half. Too. <laughs> well, Flex said he saw courage well, as yeah. we fought off the Red Hawks. Yeah. Right. I saw courage, you know, in the Battle of the Bulge or, so, you know, the old films right. of the Battle of the Bulge. Right. Right. Uh, that's Firemen show you courage. Yes, yes. Yeah, the, the 343 New York. That's courage. Police, to, uh, fire department, uh, firemen that died at 9-11. That was courage. Mm-hmm. Run into that building. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting off the Miami Red Hawks by five points after you led them by 21 to three is not courage. How much do we think he believes what he says? Because he is an adult. He has to understand, right? He doesn't believe it. He's, he doesn't. Let me tell you something. This is my observation. He's not happy here. Okay. He's not happy here. Why? Uh, it's harder than he thought it was going to be. He thought He thought when they... Popped up and went eleven to two and beat Auburn, which didn't really care about that bowl game. But Correct. he beat him. That's yep. good for him. Yep. He thought he was on the way, and they were bad last. You know, they were bad last year, and they were, you know, a Ohio State team with a lousy defense. They, they really they competed with them for, you know. Three and a half, four, three quarters. But I, I think he, I think it's, 
you know, people talk about the great recruiting. And every year we're saying they're sixth in the nation. You know, they're sixth in the nation because they sign a lot of guys early, right? Other teams don't sign that many guys early. Right. They've been 38th and 38th the last two years, which is pretty good. It's better than it used to be. Seventh in the Big Ten, eighth in the Big Ten, something like that. But I think he thought after, this is just observation. I think, I thought, my guess is he thought after that 11-2 and season that the recruiting was going to take a big jump, mm-hmm. and it didn't. It was the same as it was, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Stayed. So thirty. I mean, he's good. He's he's he's. Yeah, think, it's state consistent. I think his last three years, he's been forty first, thirty eighth, and thirty eighth. So, uh, I I think he's. Here's the problem he's got. He could get the southern Southern Cal guy's going to get fired. By the way, yeah. His, but his problem is if if he has an AD who's looking at him as a prospective coach, he's not a good enough in game coach that teams are going to want him. He can oh, recruit. there's a lot of teams that would take him. Well, the, but not, but not well above Florida State fans. He's Brady Hoke as far as in game. Florida State, which would, which has lousy facilities, by the way. But uh, oh, Florida State's a mess. Where was I? Uh, where? Oh, Washington, the University of Washington, Seattle, Phil Mackey. Their fans, their their fans are way down on Jimmy Lake. And they want PJ. I was looking at some of their. Yeah, stuff I guess last he could go week. west, but I'm just saying he's not going to go to a better. He's not going to go to a big time school and get a job because those ads are going to watch him coach. And in game, he doesn't ha- handle the clock well. There's a lot of problems that I thought he would gradually improve upon, yeah, and it's I, not I changing. I don't think they look at. I don't think ads. Now there's some ads who think they're smart enough, but they just. They just look for somebody to sell. Pac-12 is a good place for them. They look for somebody to sell the program. No, you're right. Pac-12 is a good place for them. And Southern Cal would be, the money would be the same at Southern Cal. They've never, they're have never they not famous for paying. They need Pete Carroll back, man. And They're not famous for playing, but that would be the prestigious type of job that he'd yeah. Make, I think. Yeah, he'd be good out west. And Coyle, if, if the Kentucky might hire him, rumors are true, he's out of here. Coyle's out of here. If the if the Kentucky rumors are true, if he can get that job, he's out of here. Did he think Missouri was going to look at him? I thought I saw something about. I don't know if Coyle. he go to Missouri. They got somebody, but I thought I saw something tying Coyle potentially yeah, to Missouri I saw before Kentucky, that. Kentucky, if Calipari's on board, sure, so this is what I read. Sure, if Calipari's on board, they made him take Ben Johnson, and I'm sure that that's bothering. Mm-hmm. Because he, you know, whatever they're telling us now, and, you know, when that gopher basketball team this winter, God love them, Ben Johnson's a nice guy, I love Thorson, when they go 3-17 and 17 mm-hmm. in the Big Ten, and there's 4,000 people in the stands for Big Ten games. Yep. There's going to be, uh, there's he's going to be saying, how do I get out of here, Coyle? Well, if Coyle leaves, Fleck will leave right behind him. So, yeah. if he can, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is I don't know. You're right. If 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 Fleck could go to USC or Washington, he'd be fine. If he uh, went to a bigger conference, uh, he'd get his ass kicked. Is, Washington is they're at a higher level than us, but they aren't like yeah. The, and West, same thing. They got the same. And market. Pat, the, they Pat got twelve this, isn't that good anymore. Washington's got the same market problem we do. The, the college team is secondary to the right. to the yes. Seahawks. And, yes, and now they, you know, now they're going to have hockey too to fight. You know, mm-hmm. the, everybody in town is going to be wearing a Kraken T-shirt, so a Kraken sweatshirt, including Mackey. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's, he's a big Kraken fan. May never go to a game, but he'll oh, it doesn't crack, matter. He'll have a Kraken jersey. You'll have a crack Kids today don't go to games. No. They just support the team with sweaters and stuff. <laughs> That's right. They That's, get jerseys and hoodies. That's true. That, that is uh, true. What else we got going on? I feel like I'm missing something, but I can't remember what it is. Nothing so far. Well, you got the Gophers, you got the Vikings, you got the Twins. Mm-hmm. The Wolves have been quiet. The Lynx won again, beat the, Lynx, the Fever. Yep, they're going to the playoffs again. They're, uh, successful. They might be the third overall seed. Yeah, which is and the nice after their start. The Storm, which is one of the teams that uh, 
they've been a jinx to, although they beat them for the first time the other day. Their whole franchise, Brianna Stewart's hurt. So mm. the Storm or you know, that takes care of them because she's the team. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Sue Bird still plays, but she's my age. So, you know, she's... Uh, she's aged aggressively, so is that what you're saying? And, hey, hats off to the volleyball team. They were off to a... They, they got the worst, not the worst, the best, hardest schedule any team could have. I mean, they've been playing all these national powers. Texas defending champ, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they were one and three. They lost, they went to Florida last week and lost twice, I think. Florida and somebody else. Two highly rated teams. They went out to uh, Eugene, Oregon over the weekend, beat Stanford, national powerhouse, and beat Oregon. And in 2018, it was the Ducks yep. that knocked them off yep. at, at, at the Pavilion in the Sweet 16 that prevented this highly rated team from going to the uh, Final Four at Target Center. I was there last night, and that was as somber of a group of athletes as I've ever seen. Now some of them are still around, and uh, they so they got to beat the Ducks. They got the revenge. They got the sort of. They got that's kind of like the revenge the, the Vikings, Vikings got against the Chiefs when they beat the Chiefs or the Falcons. Beat in the 99. hell out of the Chiefs uh, after they lost the Super Bowl, and Sid and the boys all told us they'd proved they were better than the Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> we don't see a film on that one with the coach cackling on the sidelines, Sid. We still see the. We still yeah, see what, the. What's the play? <coughs> the Sixty. Power trap. Power trap. Whatever it was. Power trap. Tram. Fifty six. I can't remember what it was. Speaking power of the trap. Speaking so. of the ducks, Ohio State got them in the horseshoe on Saturday and got beat. And got beat. But Ohio State, I said their defense stinks. Right. Yep, you did. They got. They made six hundred and some yards and got beat. They had 600 and some yep. yards. Because once they got ahead, Oregon, once Oregon got a couple of touchdowns ahead, they were like trying to stay behind them. And uh, they they were, that Stroud kid was piling up yards left and right. But uh, they got beat. They don't have a good defense. Again, you're uh, the uh, soothsayer of football. I just kind of sit here quietly. Yeah, you do. Never pat myself you on don't the brag. back. You don't Never. brag. You're not like said. You didn't. Yeah. No I bragging. might have to get. I might have to remind some people to brag for me once. Well, in a you while. did that already. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. But I don't brag. I you don't just observe, though. Yeah, I just observe. I just observe, and my observation now is, PGA ain't happy. <laughs> yeah, and you did tell us something about Buxton too, right? D- during the summer, did, didn't you say you thought that Buxton wasn't happy? Back in June uh, or so. Well, yeah, I think that. Or May. Uh, I, I think, think that's Buxton pretty obvious happy. that. Uh, that's pretty obvious that he he thinks he should be a free agent at the end of this year because mm-hmm. they hosed him three years All ago. right, so P.J. Yeah. not happy. Not happy. P.J. not happy. And Mark Coyle might leave for Kentucky. Mark Coyle will leave if Kentucky offers. Write that down? Yes. That's a Can we write that down? 100% lock that he's out of here. I think, okay, here's my write that down. All right. September 1, yep. 2022, Mark Coyle won't be here. All right. It's a walk-off. All right. Talk to you. Yes. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.